Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Well, hello, ladies. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this beautiful Monday, June 29, 2020, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business your dream. And guess what? Your ideas a huge success. Well, ladies, here we are on a Monday again, right? You had all of last week, of course, to get a lot of things done and to work towards your goals for that week's end. And so here we are at Monday again, a whole new week for most of us. And it's time now to reset, restart, relaunch, and make this week count, right? So I always want to remind you of this very, very important thing, and that is it's important for you to take that quiet time to really review your calendar and look at all of the activities that you have going on on your calendar. Now, I know that you guys probably say, well, this is a broken record with Trina. She reminds us of this all the time. However, it is so vitally important. It's important because how you reflect on your week and how you start your week has a huge impact on how your week ends, right? And we all want to have a successful week that ends in more money, more profit for our businesses, and we want to make sure that we have accomplished some goals. And so the way that you do that, I recommend is that every Sunday evening, if you hadn't did it, you know, on that Friday or that Saturday, every Sunday evening, in your quiet time, you get your planner out and you literally ask yourself, probably one of the most important questions as a CEO that you should be asking, and that is, what goals do I want to accomplish this week in my business? And once you are able to answer that question, you know, the answer might not be something that you can accomplish in a week, but what I want you to do is I want you to give an answer, what do I want to see happen this week? So, there may be larger goals that you have that you know are going to take some time for you to accomplish, but you've got to get started on them. And so perhaps something that you can do before the week ends, something that you can do to contribute can take place within a one-week time frame. But, however, there are weekly goals that you should have, such as your sales goals, the amount of leads coming into your business, all of those types of things. You should, you should know what those numbers are. What, what goals do you want to see? How much money do you want to bring in? How many new contacts do you want to add to your list? That is just vitally important. And what I find all too often, that as women, it's not that we don't have a desire to see those things happening and that we don't want to look at our calendar. It's that we allow ourselves to put other things in front of what should be priority to us, right? And so I'm just here to tell us the truth today. I'm just here to really just make sure that you understand that it is so key for you to look at that calendar, look at what those activities are. And here's the big challenge. Anything that is not contributing, that's listed as an activity that's not contributing to the goals that you want to accomplish by Friday, guess what? You very well may have to eliminate that particular activity, get it off of your calendar, because what should be on your calendar is um, important meetings that lead to sales, right? Uh, Follow-up calls that lead to sales, follow-up calls that help you to accomplish a lot of administrative tasks that lead to sales, correct? All of those things are very key, and you need to be paying attention to it. Oftentimes, we don't pay attention to what's priority to us as women. And so, again, I want you to understand how important that is. So do that, and if you haven't done it already for this week, right after the show, I want you to go ahead, cut your cell phone off, 
spend that time with yourself and look at those activities and make sure that you have identified what is priority for you this week, what are you trying to get done by Friday. Very important. But it is a beautiful Monday indeed. I want to give a shout-out. Uh, to a very special lady in my life. She is no longer here with us on this side of earth. Uh, but I'm talking about my mom, Ethel. Um, I miss her so dearly. And I don't know how many of you out there who are listening that have lost a parent, but it is probably one of the hardest things in your life that you'll ever want to have to face or challenge, and yet it is in the cycle of life. And so I miss her so dearly. Today is her birthday. And today is also my grandmother's birthday. So my mom was born on my grandmother's birthday. So they both are no longer here with us. But those two women really gave me some wisdom, and I hold on to it. I share it with you guys all the time. Um, And I think one of my favorite quotes or slogans that I share with you guys that my grandmother always taught me, and that is that you cannot say yes to every good thing. And I remember being in high school, trying to be in every club there was, trying to make decisions, and my grandma called me over to her, and she said, come here, let me tell you something. She says, listen, I want you to listen good. You can't say yes to every good thing. There's going to be a lot of good things that happen in your life, but you can't say yes to all of them. You're going to have to learn how to say no. And that one bit of advice has taken me far, and I forget it sometimes, but then I have to come back to it and remember it. And then, of course, my mom, uh, some of the last things that she taught me and said to me before her passing, she called me to her and she said, I want you to live your life. So many times we don't live the life that we want to, and I want you to live your life and don't let anybody hold you back. And I remember that very clearly. And and so those are the things that I try my very best to do, and those are the things that I try to also pass on to you, the listeners, um, because that is how we learn. That is how we you know, develop our wisdom is that things that are proven that other people have learned through the years, we pass them on to one another, and it helps us to become extremely wise women. So happy birthday today, Mama and Grandmama. Uh, Love you both. Miss you both. Um, One of the things I wanted to share with you guys today, something else kind of crazy happened today, and I was going, I said to myself, what? So what is it? I'm talking about Facebook. Okay, so listen up, guys. You know, Facebook is a very strange phenomenon these days because they change their algorithms so very much that you you don't know what's going on, right? I've had a lot of people to share with me that they tried to do Facebook Lives and they could never do it, or I've had a lot of people say to me, hey, I keep trying to post uh, and it's not posting, So I want to remind you guys of some things that I think is very, very important because, you know, Facebook has been around for a while, and they certainly changed the dynamics and the way that we do business. As a matter of fact, when I consult people today and I talk to women about and ask them the question about how are you going to market your business, it's really interesting because almost, I would say it's probably in the high 80 percentile of women say to me, well, I'm going, to enter, I'm going to market my business on the Internet and through Facebook. And I say, well, are you going to market your business any other way? And so what that, what that says to me is that people have put a lot of faith and hope in Facebook. You know, we've heard of a lot of people that have become thousandaires and hundred thousandaires and millionaires, and people are are out there talking about how much money they've made through Facebook and different things like that and through other social media outlets. But I want you guys to understand something. It's important for you to not put all of your eggs in one basket. You guys have heard of that, right? You've heard that phrase before. It's not to trust and put all of your eggs in one basket, and it's very important for you to understand that when you are marketing, you have to diversify yourself and not just depend on Facebook. Right now, there are some things going on on Facebook that I'm not too happy about, and I'm going to share them with you only because it is going to impact the long run. So one of the things that you need to understand and know about Facebook is that Facebook does everything 
to make money. You guys need to understand that. Facebook is not a philanthropy organization. It is not a nonprofit organization. It is a for-profit company. And all of the strategies that it uses is used to do what most businesses should want, right, and that is to make money. With that said, the way Facebook makes its money is through its algorithms. So what are algorithms? Well, algorithms are strategies, electronic strategies and programming that they use to be able to detect different pieces of information that helps them to know more about you, their user, and where, where you're visiting, what you're purchasing, what you're clicking on. And they use all of that information, which in turn helps them to help larger companies, especially get better results in their marketing to you, right? So they are able to segment, they're able to pinpoint, they're able to do a lot of things that is going to help the people who pay for advertisement. That's where they make the largest amount of their money is from the advertisement. Now, you know, maybe 10 years ago, Facebook, when they were coming, just coming out and, 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 you know, everybody was jumping on the Facebook bandwagon, it was easy to get your post seen. It was easy to start a group. It was easy to really get on Facebook, drop links to your sales pages and do a lot of different things and make money, but not so today, okay? It used to be, I think, a lot that Facebook was for the small business, but seemingly, or I would say Facebook was for the micro business, but seemingly that is changing by the minute, and Facebook is becoming more and more for the big business. Now, with that said, Facebook has made multiple, multiple changes. I've shared those changes with you before, but now I am beginning to see what everybody else is saying. I knew about these changes because I you know, uh, I am subscribed to a lot of different news outlets to share information just about Facebook. I try to keep up with it for you guys. I had not experienced a lot of different things going on as of yet. I had just heard about it, but now I have experienced it firsthand. So here are some things that you guys need to understand for those of you who are using Facebook a lot, you're marketing or putting information on Facebook. First of all, the number one rule is that if you are a business and you're trying to uh, generate revenue, you're trying to um, get people to notice different things, you need a Facebook fan page, hands down. You need a Facebook fan page. But not only that, you need to be able to boost your post and also learn how to advertise on Facebook as well because only about 5 to 10% of your followers on Facebook actually see your post if you have a fan page. Now, here's the crazy thing that's going on over at your personal page, okay? And this is what happened to me today. So this morning, I decided that I would go ahead and I would post information about the Successful Woman Radio Show, as I always do. And as I went to upload the banner and put the information out there, and I clicked the blue button for post, it would not post. And it kept saying, oh, we're having a technical difficulty, we're having a problem. Sorry, we're not able to post at this time. However, this is really interesting. Something told me to just go and put something simple in the, in the actual content body of the post and, and, and try to post it without any advertisement or without any information, just something simple. So all I did was I typed the word hello, in the, and then I clicked post, and guess what? It went straight through. I deleted that post, came back, tried to repost my information about Successful Woman Radio along with the banner for today. Guess what? Could not post. So... I, again, went back into my personal page, tried to post, and I said something simple again. It went right through with no problem. So the, it appeared that every time I put information in there about uh, something from a sales perspective or a marketing perspective along with an image, it would not let me post. And I, I you know, called a couple of other people today, uh, some of my social buddies, and, 
and they were having similar problems. So I say all of that to say with your personal page, I've known for a long time Facebook changed its algorithms. And what they are saying is that, number one, you cannot post marketing or advertisement-type content on your on your personal page. And even if you do, they're not going to let it be seen. But here's what the trick is. The trick is is that they cannot violate your rights to freedom of speech, right? They cannot violate the freedom of you to speak. So as a result, they have to let whatever you post be seen by you. So when you when you put a marketing post on your personal page, you are seeing it, and you may even go to your news feed and see it, but guess what? They may not be letting anybody else see it. You may be the only one seeing it, and and it, and it has to do with freedom of speech, but that doesn't mean that they have to allow you to show it to everybody else in the Facebook network or the people who have friended you. And so I've known about that particular rule for quite a while, and I've also known that Facebook on your personal page side no longer allows third-party apps to post to your personal page. They they require you to go on, log into Facebook, and go on your personal page to actually post. The reason why they do this is for two reasons. Number one, because for each time you log in and go into your personal page, they have an algorithm that tracks where you're going and what you're clicking on and what you're linking to and what you're purchasing, right? So they have this algorithm, and it tells them what's going on. And the reason why they need you to do that is because it helps them to sell advertisement to the big boys. And you've got to understand that. And I'm making you aware of this, right? So with that said, what are some solutions? How can we, what can we do better? Um, how can we do better with marketing and utilizing uh, Facebook? What can we do to leverage that? Well, the first thing I think that's very important that a lot of us are not aware of as much is that even though on the Facebook fan page that you should have if you're in business, even though, you know, the Facebook fan page does require you to boost your posts and different things like that, and basically what they're saying is you got to pay to play, the one thing that is really, I think, uh, advantageous on the fan page is the keywords and the search optimization that's there. Because a lot of the times, if you post something on Facebook and if you use the right keywords, you're going to see it in the Google search engines. You're going to see it before you probably even see it on your website. So the search engines can still help you out in that way. And because Facebook is, is such a searchable um, network is going to show because they have so many people visiting Facebook and clicking on links. So your optimized keywords is important for you to start strategically planning how you are going to post your content, post your information. You just can't. You just can't day to day say, oh, I'm going to post this or, oh, I'm going to post that. You have to be strategic about it, and you have to make sure that you know the keywords and the different things that you need to use in order to take advantage of the Facebook algorithm, okay? The other thing is, is that before you start advertising on Facebook, you do need to learn how to properly advertise on Facebook. And so I want to remind you on that, okay? Don't, just don't go start advertising uh, and and not really understand how to make it work. Because what I have discovered is that, you know, Facebook for even uh, something as little as $100 a month can go far if you know how to structure your ad and how to use it, and it will generate leads for you. So don't go trying to spend a large amount of money and you don't have the knowledge and how to advertise. You need to make sure that you search, read some articles on advertisement, uh, advertising on Facebook. There's some really great articles out there, okay? And one of the websites that I really love that can give you some really good statistics and information about social media, about marketing online. It's called Mashable, M-A-S-H-A-B-L-E, Mashable.com. I really like them. Very, very good. Um, 
And there are a lot of people out there that are very knowledgeable in Facebook. But one of the people that I learned a lot from, uh, and I bought some of his programs, was Chris Record, R-E-C-O-R-D. Chris, Chris is very knowledgeable. He, has, he became um, very wealthy from learning to add, do ads on Facebook and, and sell T-shirts and different things, and from there he grew. So, again, you want to try to tap into people's knowledge base who has been there, done that, and they are actually proven with it. So wanted to give you guys that information only because I know so many of you are, are depending on and utilizing Facebook. And Facebook is, is, is a part, it's an important part, because, you know, anytime you have a billion people utilizing a system, of course, uh, it would be silly of us not to say that we don't want to use Facebook, but we also need to wise up and, and learn how to properly use Facebook and how to strategize and plan our marketing more effectively, right? Okay, well, hey, guys, I have a really, really great surprise for you today. Um, I have a featured guest coming on in just a little bit, Sandra Morno, and um, I'm excited about Sandra being on. I actually met Sandra on LinkedIn. How about that, right? And we actually had the opportunity to have a connection call, and I'm just so delighted to know her, and I thought she would be really good to talk with you guys today. And so we're going to be focusing as we are Moving towards the end of this month, this month is closing out, and we have been talking about I believe in the power of me for the mid part of May and and all of June. Um, I wanted to end the show with a, a a part of belief that we need to have more of, and that is about believing in ourselves financially. And so today's show is all about becoming financially savvy. And, of course, as you know, savvy means being in the know. You know, it's time for us as businesswomen to really have a pulse beat on how we spend our money, how we prepare our taxes, how we um, manage our credit both personally and business-wise. It is just so very, very important. And so I want to remind uh, all of you that, again, you know, this is the time for us to reclaim our power. And by that, I mean is that all of us have talent, right? All of us have talent. We have abilities. We have the power and potential to do so many incredible things in our lives. And it's time for us to start, stop waiting for permission to do that. Stop waiting for someone to approve us to do this. Stop waiting for someone to give it to us. It is time for us to be brave, courageous, and strong and be willing to push past ourselves and pursue our dreams and goals with passion, commitment, and action. And so with that said, I'm so delighted that we will be talking about today the financially savvy woman and that we will be having Sandra Morneau, who is a profitability and growth advisor and also an IRS enrolled agent, and she has a lot of knowledge about finances and how you should be looking at things. And so I'm so I'm so excited for her to be on the show today. So that's coming up. Also, um, I want to remind and give a big apology to those of you who won the book, Just Get Serious. Um, had a little bit of a snag, and some people were saying that they didn't get their books, but don't worry, your book is coming in the mail guaranteed this week, so be on the lookout for it. And in the meantime, um, I want all of you, if you haven't already, if you didn't win a copy of the book, I want you to definitely make sure you stop by Donna Satchel's website, JustGetSerious.com, and pick up your copy of the book, Know Yourself and Believe in Yourself. Such an awesome, awesome book. Well, before we bring on our featured guest, I want to remind you guys of the five questions of focus and action. Again, the five questions of focus and action. These are questions that are going to help you, okay, they're going to help you to be a better CEO. They're going to help you to start asking yourself questions. They're going to help you to dig beneath the surface and start having those aha moments that take you to the next level. So here are, again, the five questions of focus and action, starting with number one, have I prepared my mindset? 
set for greatness. Now, ladies, fair warning, I want to let you guys know that preparing your mindset for greatness is not just an every now and then type of thing. This is something that you need to be doing every single day. Heck, for me, I realized lately that I need to be doing it once or twice a day, three times a day, right? Preparing your mindset for greatness. Listen, there are so many crazy things out there that are happening and that happen each and every day. So many different environments we put ourselves in, both virtually and physically, right? And so many things that so many different subliminal messages going in and out. And so it's important for us in order to stay focused on what it is that we want in life and business, we have to pair our mindsets every single day. So I recommend that you develop yourself on a personal level every single morning. Do something that contributes to your personal development. And I think it's important for us to create our own customized affirmation, something that that's going to allow us to really, really seek deep into ourselves and motivate ourselves. Because while I believe that we can get motivated externally from a lot of different people and get inspired, let me tell you something. When push comes to shove, there is nothing like us motivating ourselves and encouraging ourselves. Because sometimes you look around and nobody has your back. And you're going to have to learn how to pull from within yourself to take yourself to the next level. And so it's important for you to start with creating your and customizing your own affirmations, okay? Here's number two. What are my goals and priorities for the week? We talked about that, right? You've got to, at the top of the week, you've got to be looking at your planner, at your activities, and looking at what it is that you need to be doing. And you need to be asking yourself, you know, is my marketing on track? How many leads do I want to see coming in this week? How, how, how many sales do I want to close this week? Number three, Am I clear on my role and responsibilities as the CEO? Now, this is probably a huge question. And I know as women, oftentimes, you know, we might ask ourselves this question and we kind of blow by it, right? We don't really look at the question and try to delve into the answer and really try to understand what is it that we should be doing as the CEOs of our companies. But I'm here to tell you, if you're not clear on what you should be doing, if you're not clear on your day-to-day workflow as the CEO of your company, nobody else is going to be clear, and you're not going to reach your goals until the clarity has been achieved, okay? Number four, what task will I be delegating to others and following through on? Okay, we have talked about this, right? And uh, I have had to snap some behinds. That's right, you heard me. I had to snap some behinds verbally uh, because, a lot of the times as women, we have this thing where, where, and I think it's a learned behavior because we, we are multitasking, you know, we do so much for everybody else. And so we have this, this tendency to get this cocky thing that nobody can do it as better, as best as I can. Nobody can do it better than me. And we need to lose it. We need to just drop that thought path on the floor because it is holding a lot of people back. Okay, the word for you this year is you're still trying to see incredible sales and trying to accomplish things this year is delegation. You need to learn how to create a power team and how to delegate to other people and let other people help you. And I don't want to hear that I don't have the money to pay people because then you're thinking little because there is a lot of ways to rally and create a team of individuals that can help you. And while money does uh, sometimes come into the equation, or often it does, there is a way to also do it through volunteers. There's a way to do it through um, a lot of people, you know, wanting to learn different things and needing, needing to use you as a reference. There's a lot of ways to get around that, but you've got to start thinking outside of the box. Last but not least in the five questions of focus and action, number five, here it is, am I clear on my business finances? Does that not play into what we're going to be talking about today with the financially savvy woman? How about that, right? 
Are you clear on your finances, bookkeeping, accounts payable, cash flow analysis? Are you doing the things that you need to do to stay in the know about your finances? Well, we're going to be talking about that in just a little bit. So there you have it, ladies, five questions of focus and action. And if you take the time to ask yourself these questions as often as you need to and answer them, uh, sometimes you may have to dig a little bit more. You may have to expand it out then you will have many aha moments and become a better leader and CEO for your business. It is 1230 after the hour for all of you who are listening. This is Trina. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show. For those of you that are new to the show, Successful Woman Radio is all about providing you, the businesswoman, with a positive environment where you can be motivated, encouraged, and inspired to create a success successful life, generating the income that you desire. So I want you to mark your calendar for every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern and be empowered with information that you can put to use right away every single day. Now, Successful Woman Radio is sponsored by our main website, womenaboutbiz.net. Again, womenaboutbiz, that's B-I-Z as in zebra.net. I want you guys to make sure, if you have not already, go visit Women About Biz and make sure you sign up for our free lifetime membership so that you can read our how-to articles, stay in the know about all things Women About Biz and what we are doing. So, again, I want to thank all of you who are longtime listeners of the show. Thank you for your text, your emails, your encouragement. You guys are so phenomenal, so fantastic. You are always there for me, sharing with me, um, sending me small notes throughout the week, just letting me know about your aha moments and the things that are happening in your business world. So I want to thank all of you for that. So, guys, I'm excited that we have a special guest on the show today, Sandra Morno, and I'm going to uh, read a little bit about Sandra to you and let you know who she is. But before I do, I just want to pull Sandra in live on the air. Sandra, can you hear me? I can, Sharina. Can you hear me? I surely can. Just stay right there. So I want to read to you guys uh, about Sandra. And again, I had the pleasure of meeting Sandra on LinkedIn. And you guys remember I'm always telling you about inviting people to connection calls. And so Sandra and I had a connection call, and we had a wonderful conversation. And I feel that she is somebody that you guys know about. So without further ado, Sandra Morno is the owner of SSBM Consulting. She is a profitability and growth advisor, an IRS enrolled agent, and get this, a numbers geek at heart. She is from Miami, Florida. She has worked in the tax industry for 12 years helping businesses fight the IRS and get out of deep financial trouble. Now, as she started working closely with business owners to get them back on track and help them get a fresh start with their financials, she noticed that many of them were working harder than they had to, not making as much money as they could have been and struggling simply because they didn't have an understanding of the numbers in their business. Sandra decided to pivot her business and use her training and experience to help business owners get a better understanding of their financials. She teaches individuals strategies and systems to implement so they can reach their business and personal financial goals. Now, Sandra comes alongside business owners as sort of a financial accountability partner, and boy, do people need that, right? making sure they have clarity, stay focused, move forward in the right direction in growing their business and increasing their profits. But importantly, she gives them a sense of peace knowing that someone has their back where their financials are concerned. And so like me, Sandra wants to see more businesses owned by women succeed. And so I want to welcome to, to the show today Sandra Morno. Sandra, welcome to the show. Thank you, Trina. I really appreciate you having me on the show, and thank you for all the information that you gave. I was taking down so many notes. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show. Now, Sandra, before you get started, I had looked up some statistics that I thought were just kind of interesting, and I'm sure 
you're not going to really be surprised at all of them. But, you know, I was looking at, you know, where are women where finances are concerned and what are we doing to, to, in today's society with women and finances and all the things that go, that go on? So the one thing that I did know already is that over 90% of all consumer household decisions are made by women. So we're definitely driving the economy. And it's interestingly that I learned also that all assets held um, by by women, over 70% is just in cash, meaning most women hold on, seem to have this thing where they're holding on to their cash, but they're not letting their cash grow, right? So I found that very, Mm -hmm. very interesting. And, you know, some of the other things that I learned that was very interesting as well, though, is that as women, we are greatly behind in preparing for retirement. We are really, really behind. We are really lagging on uh, on preparing for retirement, and so we're not we're not investing, saving, and of course, you need money in order to do that. And so that's why I'm so glad that you're on the show today, is because a lot of the times when when um, business women are preparing their taxes, they're really not knowledgeable enough in a lot of ways, and they're not taking all their tax deductions. There's a lot of things that they're not doing correctly. So what I wanted to ask you, first of all, is, Sandra, what makes your services different from others in your industry? Because, you know, it is a lot of tax specialists out there, but something that you Something about you and when you were talking to me, I, I sent something different about you, so I want you to share with the listening audience, what is that difference? Well, for me, you know, being in the industry for over 10 years, I, I had to learn that there's no one-size-fits-all in business. You know, unfortunately, mm-hmm. in the financial industry, we tend to lump everyone into this category, and, and that's pretty much it. Um, the way I work with business owners is, my team and I, we create a customized, tailored plan of attack for each business to see where they're mm-hmm. trying to go um, and what they want to look forward to. What's the plan, you know, five years down the line, you know, versus mm-hmm. what's the plan for 12 months down the line? And then we have that accountability aspect of it all. I stock my clients on a regular mm-hmm. basis to make sure that they're implementing what they need to be implementing. Because if you're not taking any action on what I've, on the tools that I'm giving you, then, then what's the point, right? You're not going mm-hmm. to become mm-hmm. successful. So I have a monthly or quarterly process where I contact my clients. How are things going? What do you need help with? What don't you understand? And I just want to make sure that they understand the numbers. That's so important. I meet people, and they have these financial, you know, um, like they have a P&L, they have a balance sheet, they have no idea what they're looking at. And unfortunately, no one educates them on what these numbers mean and how important they are in their business. And I'm just adamant about teaching people yeah. to understand a tax, tax return, to understand all their business financials. Now, I know, you know, of course, Sandra, this is something hopefully, um, hopefully, guys, I'm going to convince Sandra to do a webinar. But Sandra doesn't know that yet. I guess she does now. But I know that you can't teach us everything that we need to know, but, like, can you give us, like, a couple of things that, as women, you notice that we kind of ignore or need to know about numbers? Um, I think one of the biggest things uh, that we ignore is, like, we have a budget, but we don't stick Mm -hmm. to the budget. And Mm. we don't have a a regular reviewing of our numbers. I, like I said, I Mm -hmm. am... I'm I'm anal about my numbers, so literally I check my numbers every Friday because I want to see what's working and what's not working. Um, You know, the average person, I would suggest they do it monthly. If you wait too long, then you're you're losing out on money. You know, like I was telling you, like my little catchphrase is, we stop money leaks in your business. (laughs) How much money Mm -hmm. are you making by not reviewing your numbers? And I think that's important as business owners, especially women, because we have so much going on and so many things that we need to do that we kind of, let that just kind of fall by the wayside. Exactly. And I know you and I had talked about that. And for those of you who are listening, um, you're listening to Successful Woman Radio, and I have on 
the show today live, Sandra Morino, who is a profitability and growth advisor, an IRS enrolled agent. And we're talking about becoming financially savvy and why it's so important for women to be paying attention to the numbers and also to have some kind of support system going. Uh, But Sandra and I had talked about, ladies, that sometimes, you know, you might feel like only because you're not making that much money that there is no need for you to pay attention to your checking account. But that couldn't be far from the truth, you know. Um, That's when you really need to be paying attention to your checking account and you really need to be having a uh, really good system. Don't you agree, Sandra? Yes. Yes. Starting off is, is like the most important thing because if you start off on the right foot, you kind of know where you're going. You see how you're going. You see Mm -hmm. the things that you need to do. Um, So, unfortunately, a lot of people do neglect that. I know that you and I talk about the cash flow plan. Oh, that's okay. I know we talked about the cash flow plan. And could you share with us what is the number one or top two mistakes you see business owners making when it comes to having a cash flow plan? Um, I think it kind of goes back to what I just said is uh, they don't mm-hmm. have a budget and they don't mm. review their finances on a regular basis. That is so, so, so important. I know a lot of business owners who just kind of wing it, and I don't know how they how they succeed, honestly. Um, you should create a budget, um, and then you should actually see if you're sticking to that budget. Like I give out a cash flow projection plan to some of my clients, which says this is mm-hmm. my budget and this is what I actually spend, and then that way they can see the difference in the two so that they can readjust their numbers and better, you know, and have their numbers just work so much better for them. So it's so mm-hmm. important having a budget and reviewing your numbers on a consistent, regular basis. Now, why do you think that women tend to have a fear of money? What, what's your take on that? Um. I think we have a fear of it because we don't understand it, right? Mm-hmm. And I look at it as a relationship. You know, it's a relationship that you have to learn um, to understand. You have to take the time to see what it's all about. I compare it to having a best friend, right? You meet someone, mm-hmm. you get to know them, you have conversations, mm-hmm. you know their mannerisms, you know what to expect from them to the point that if they say something to you, you know exactly what they mean or they give you a look, mm-hmm. you know exactly what that look means. And I think we just need to have that type of a relationship with our finances, with our money, and not be afraid of it because we rule our money. It's not the other way around. And oh. I don't know if, it, if, it's, if it's that. You know, people feel that run, like my money rules me, and it's like, no, you have control. You can say no, and you can say yes to certain things in your life. Now, you know what, you you are after my heart because I say that all the time, that we rule money and money does not rule us. And you're so right. Mm -hmm. I I do find in working with women these 20-plus years is that uh, we use money in so many ways as an excuse for a lot of different things, you know. Um, we use money as an excuse as to why we can't grow the business because you don't need only money to grow a business, you know, and we use uh, we use money as an excuse of why we haven't started a business when, you know, there are ways to move around that or we use money as an excuse as to why um, why something failed or why we can't do something. And so you're right. We have this tendency of, when something is going wrong, we always blame it on the money, but never on the behavior of our own self. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And so that is so that is so true. Um, I want to talk a little bit because about because I believe that no matter whether you're a big or small business or even a micro business, heck, or whether you're moonlighting, doesn't matter. I think that it's time for us as women to stop feeling like we have to do everything all by ourselves. I think that's what's holding us back Mm -hmm. from being more successful. So let's talk about how does a person go about choosing or selecting uh, a financial team? And I, I use that because I know that you use that word, financial team. Just like I tell people, you need to create a power team of people that are going to help you, and you talk about a financial team. 
So share with us some of the things that we need to do in selecting a financial team. Um, well, like the top three things is all the same thing. It's questions, questions, questions. Um, mm-hmm. You have to realize that this person is going is diving into something very personal to you. A lot of us are ashamed to share our finances. So before someone can look at your finances, you need to ask them, how long have you been in business? What type of credentials do you have? Can you provide me with some references? Are you available to me all year long? Are you willing to educate me on when I make mm. mistakes? You know, I mm-hmm. have a lot of clients. They come to me after they've gone to a CPA, and I review their their tax returns, and I'm like, do you even know what's on there? They're like, nope, I paid my bill, he gave me my taxes, and I told him I'd see him next year. And I'm like, that shouldn't be the case. You know, if I'm owing the IRS $10,000, I want somebody to tell me why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and explain to me mm-hmm. how I can get out of that situation. And unfortunately, people mm-hmm. just don't ask enough questions. They just think that, well, I gave him what I had, I paid him, and he did a service, and that's it. You need to vet these people. Find out who they really are and what they can really do for you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And do you still find with a lot of uh, business owners that when it comes to the tax season, they still don't have all of their paperwork and stuff together? Oh, yes. <laughs> I have stragglers that literally on October the 10th, they're like, I'm getting ready. And I'm like, are you serious right now? <laughs> Where have you been <laughs> these last 10 months? What are we doing here? So, yeah, it's it's a really sad process. And that's why, you know, having a, a system in place just takes the headache out of you trying to scramble with all your receipts and put things together because you have no idea what you should be putting together for this, for this person. Um, so it's really oh, yeah. sad. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely so. Now, I notice, and I, I have, uh, you tell me if I'm correct in, in saying this, but I notice that a lot of micro-business owners, home-based business owners, they, they tend to have different people every year preparing their taxes. It's like they hop from one person to the other instead of really developing that relationship. But that, that can be harmful. That can be more harmful and cause you to lose money, right? Yes, that is, because I think people are out here looking for the best, you know, refund or to owe Mm -hmm. um, the least as possible, and so they kind of shop. They're shopping around their personal financial information to someone they really haven't built a relationship with. You have no idea what this person is going to do with your information, so I usually tell people vet them and try to stick with that person at least for three years. You know, so you can see if they're able to really help you, um, if they're actually going to be in that same location <laughs> the next year. Because um, there's a lot of pop-up shops that just show up just for tax season and then they disappear. And Absolutely. you end up getting a, a happy gram from the IRS and then you're, you're screwed. Wow, ladies, did you hear that? And she's right. There are, just, there are a lot of pop-up shops and everybody and their mother are trying to do taxes, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you should be one of the, the clients. Uh, you, mm-hmm. you should really vet everybody that is helping you with your finances. Now, Sandra, I really like the fact that you are really interested in not only helping people with their finances, but that you're interested in educating them as well. How did you become an expert in helping business owners manage their cash flow and, and, and grow their profits? Um, honestly, through my own trial and error, when I started my business about 12 years ago, um, you know, I was trying to learn how this all works because you mm-hmm. understand code, you understand how the IRS is built, and some people just seem to, um, they just didn't seem to do so well. And I'm like, okay, I want to be that type of person. So I just started mm-hmm. really monitoring what I was doing, monitoring my business, and then I kind of learned what I needed to adjust about, you know, about six months or so I was in a groove and I saw what was making me money, what wasn't making me money. And then, mm-hmm, you know, I had mm-hmm. family and friends who had businesses and they became my guinea pigs and they were excited when they were just like, oh my God, you just saved me like $2,000, you know? And so that's how I just became um, more savvy with it. I got my IRS enrolled agent license, which allowed me to learn even more. So that's why I say I'm a numbers geek at heart. I really try to understand the numbers so that I can help 
people with their cash flow and grow their profits. Now, what would you say to someone who says, well, I've been in business for like three years, but I've never filed taxes? Oh, dear. (laughs) I would say file immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, in other words, you're just not filing for 2019. You need to go back to 2016 and you need to be filing for all of those. Yes, yes. And a lot of times, you know, this person, if they're doing a side hustle, you might be able to get away with it. But if you're doing some work for someone else and they've reported mm-hmm. income to the IRS, you're mm-hmm. putting yourself in a really bad situation. And you definitely don't want a happy gram for the IRS saying, hey, you owe us $3,000. And you're like, for what? And they're like, well, somebody reported yeah. that you worked for them. And now wow. what do you do? Yeah. That 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 is very true. So, ladies, it's important for us to get in the know about finances. And I know, Sandra, one of the things that um, that I've realized over the years is that if you're not making money, you don't have to pay tax. Uh, you're not going to be paying a lot in taxes. So taxes are based on the amount of net income that you are earning. And so – you know, again, if, if don't be scared that you're having to pay a lot of money. If you're paying quite a bit in taxes, of course, you're making a lot, but you may not be taking all of your tax deductions. But I've learned that because a lot of people, you know, they're scared to turn in their taxes because they're thinking they owe some unseen, unknown money. But if you're not making a large sum of money because maybe you just started your business or you're, you're still up under a certain amount, it's not necessarily true, but you need to make sure that you see a tax specialist and look at the tax deductions that you are eligible for um, because that's the first thing. And, and ladies, I just want to encourage you um, that you don't want to continue to run your business and not have a structured bookkeeping system, not, not have someone that you can talk with about your taxes, about your finances, about how to interpret your balance sheets, how to grow your business. So with that said, Sandra, tell us, when should someone seek your type of services out where you're, you are helping, you, you want to help them to create a profit structure for themselves? When should they seek you out? Um, I think it's like you said, is first off, they have to get in their mindset that I don't, I can't do this. I'm not superwoman. I'm not savvy with this. I don't have someone helping me on a consistent basis um, to know what I need to do with my numbers. You know, just a little bit of knowledge can go a long way um, for a business mm-hmm. to implement. So if they feel like they should be doing better than they, um, than they are, um, numbers-wise, or if they feel like, why am I owing so much? I really don't understand, and why is no one helping me? Then that is a factor. Um, so it's, it's just a combination of a lot of different things. Like, can I be doing better? Am I, you know, leaking money here? Do I have the right person helping me? You know, I am always mm-hmm. willing to have a 15-minute conversation with anyone to talk about their financial situation and give them some, you know, some ideas to implement. That doesn't take a lot. And I think a lot of people need to be able to work someone with, with someone like that who's available to them. I think that's wonderful. I, I, I really do. How can women learn more about you and what you do with your business services? Uh, where do they need to, what do they need to check into your website? Let us know. Yes, that's actually the easiest way is to reach me through my website, and you can schedule a three fifteen minute call. Um, I do have like a short application process because I want that fifteen minutes to be very concentrated on what you need me to do, so that we can either go the next step or I can um, have you speak to someone else who can help you with your situation. So, contact okay, me give on them my let's give, give them your website. Okay, okay, give them your website. S S bmconsulting.com. Okay, SS, so S, S as in Sam, SSBMconsulting.com, and, and that's B as in boy. SSBMconsulting with the ing.com. Okay, Correct. got it. Thank and you. I'll make sure that I 
I'll make sure that I push that back up on the um, community page for all of those who are part of the Women About Biz community on Facebook. I'll make sure I push that back out um, as well and on the website, Successful Woman Radio page website um, for womenaboutbiz.net as well. Well, Sandra, if you had three things that you want to leave the business women with today, what would it be? Um, once you get off this call, please go make a budget. <laughs> Um, Put put on your calendar a a time where you monthly check uh, your income and your expenses. You review your numbers to see what you can shed. And then three, I would say reach out to someone or find someone who can help hold you accountable for your numbers you can get. I think that's very, very important. And you know, I really appreciate you being on the show. A big, big thank you, and definitely want to have you back on the show. And hopefully you and I will be able to talk maybe about structuring some type of webinar because I believe that women need um, need more knowledge on finances. They need to understand things better, and we need to lose a lot of fear. Uh, you know, we have fear about a lot of things, ladies, when it comes to money, and especially when it comes to even – closing the sale or telling someone how much something costs. We even have fear of that. And so we need to we need to lose that and tap into our inner power and learn and realize that we must become financially savvy. If we're if we're wanting to seek success, we can't just seek success in one part of our business world and not have it in the other. It's just not going to happen. So finances are very, very key. So Sandra, I want to thank you so much for being on the show today, and as always, I want to invite you to come back, Um, and I'm excited to continue to get to know you and the good work that you're doing in helping people with their finances and learn how to grow their business profitably. Thank you so much, Trina. I really appreciate you having me on the show, and now that I know you do it every Monday, I will be listening in because the information that you're sharing is just so valuable, and I think we all need to take that hour out of our our Monday to listen in on how you're helping, you know, women business owners everywhere. Thank you so very, very much. And, again, ladies, that is Sandra Morno, M-O-R-N-O, and she is the owner of SSBM Consulting. You can also visit her website, SSBM, and that's S as in Sam, S as in Sam, B as in boy, M as in money, <laughs> SSBMConsulting.com. And definitely um, she has offered a 15-minute consult. And so for those of you who are ready to step up and step in the plate and make sure that you become financially savvy, you definitely want to talk to Sandra. And um, I'm excited that she was able to come and bless us all today on the show. So, again, Sandra, thank you so much. Thank you, Trina, and I'll be talking to you soon. Okay. So, ladies, um, Sandra is just one of the many people that we are going to be bringing on Successful Woman Radio. We are getting ready to change our platform just a little bit, and we uh, we are bringing more and more guests on the show. And so if you or you know someone else that has the expertise in something that can help businesswomen to grow that's relevant to small business, then definitely I want to make sure that you guys let me know about it, okay? So you can connect with me in multiple ways, but you can email me in particular at membersupport at womenaboutbiz.net. Again, that's membersupport at womenaboutbiz.net. If you have an idea um, for a show theme that you've been thinking about or if you or someone that you know you think would be a good guest on the show, please let us know. And, again, you can email me, member support at womenaboutbiz.net. I want to remind all of you that we still have a lot going on over in our Women About Biz community on Facebook, and if you have not joined our community, you can actually join it directly from the Women About Biz website. Just go to womenaboutbiz.net, click on the word community in the top menu bar, get yourself registered, and we will automatically um, put you in the group and and send you a, uh, a Facebook message letting you know that you're officially in 
in the group. I want to thank all of you who have been um, listening to the show today. Don't forget to mark your calendar for every Monday at 12 noon. Again, for those of you who won the book, Just Get Serious, pay attention to your mailbox this week. We, I didn't realize there was an issue going on um, with people getting their books, but we have sent them out. Also, I want to remind everyone to make sure that you whitelist our email address in your email, okay? And I'm going to be talking to you next week about a lot of things happening with our email carriers such as Gmail, AOL, um, Yahoo, letting you know some other things that are going on because all of these things impact the way we actually market. So, again, you definitely want to stay tuned to our show for next week. And also next Monday, I'm going to be sharing with you what goes into your credit score and how you can increase your score in as little as 45 days. So I'll talk to you guys on next Monday. Have a beautiful and productive week. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.